here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. On today's show, I'm talking about sleep habits because it comes up all too often. I have another segment called The Squeaky Wheel Gets the Grease, and we've got some Facebook action. We got all that and so much more coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, preservatives, soy, gluten, and dairy-free. Supplement with superfoods to energize your day. Visit CompleteTruthProtein.co for details. At times, it surprises me how many people have trouble sleeping. I've talked about this before. I'm going to talk about it again because it comes up so often. I know what it's like to not sleep. I went to college, and just like most others, I came out with a bachelor's degree in my chosen field and a master's in partying. We had horrible sleep habits. We pulled all-nighters to cram for exams. We stayed up all night doing who knows what, slept on couches, floors, and whatever else we could find. Those days are long past now. It took me a while to form proper sleep habits after all that chaos, but I'm happy to say I now sleep like a rock. And again, it's due to sleep habits. In my book, Detoxify Yourself, I often talk about forming habits and how important they are. Just about everything we do, we do because of a habit in some way. It's all a chain reaction and either stems or is a direct action to a habit. The reason you sleep well is because of habits just the same. If you're not sleeping well, it's because of a different habit. Think about that for a second. Do you usually sleep well and then one night you don't? Most of us are in a different boat though. Most aren't sleeping well at all. And again, that's because of our habits before bed. Some of us have the habit of getting excited before bed for whatever reason. Jump around, dance. Maybe you're excited for the next day. Play loud music or watch a violent movie with all kinds of action. These are habits we get into that I wouldn't say are relaxing before we slow our bodies down to sleep for seven hours. That's exactly what we're doing though or what we should be doing. We're about to put our bodies in the most restful, peaceful place we can while still breathing when we sleep. So why don't we prepare for this? Why don't we put on some relaxing music, even if it's not our cup of tea? And speaking of cup of tea, warm tea soothes the body internally. And if you find a chamomile you enjoy, that will help in restful sleep as well. How about dimming the lights or turning on a salt lamp? There's so many things we can do to help us sleep better, but we don't take action. And many of us don't even think about it. We think it's normal to not sleep well. We think, since it's always been like this, it'll always be like this. We don't think about the action-forming habits we take before bed. We don't think about trying to sleep with loud music in the background or a violent movie. And how about nutrition before bedtime? This is usually the last thing we think about. How about high-sugary, fatty foods, all while watching a loud, action-packed movie and then wondering why we can't sleep? How about the alcohol we use as a stress relief right after work? Would you think this helps sleep habits? And I don't mean drinking till we pass out. Our bodies use energy to digest food, and it's harder for our bodies to digest food that our bodies don't recognize as food, which again is highly fatty, sugary, or salty foods. Wouldn't you rather have your body use its energy to help you recover both your mind and body while you're sleeping? 
Wouldn't you rather feel rejuvenated like a brand new person in the morning? Instead, we wake up groggy, grumpy, and unrested. And on top of all that, we head to the nearest coffee shop for a pastry and a coffee to wake us up. We abuse our bodies for years. Wonder why it is we feel so worn and tired when we get older. Let's end this with a college student because that's what I started with. Compare yourself to a sleepless college student who drinks, parties, stays up all night, and sleeps all over the place. We don't think about it, but many of us are grown adults and live these same sleep habits. We still sleep on the couch. Understand to get a restful sleep, your body needs pre-sleep habits. Once you start doing the exact same thing night after night, your body will start to naturally shut down and get ready for a good night's sleep. Avoid anything loud. Stay away from those foods you know you shouldn't be eating late at night. Get in that routine where you put on some relaxing music every night at the same time. Turn your room into a sanctuary of wellness instead of chaos. Changing your sleep habits will change your life. You'll soon wake up alive and well. You'll want to eat better because you'll fall in love with feeling better. You'll be more active. You'll be in a better mood. Your friends and family will enjoy being around you more and you'll start doing the things you never thought you could. We can all take a small step every day to improve our lives. We can all increase the quality of our lives by taking some small form of action. The only question left is, will you? Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Taddea would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Gidsbury, CLC Fitness Center, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Taddea, or how to become a sponsor of Exploring Mind and Body, visit trueformlife.com. I titled this segment, The Squeaky Wheel Gets the Grease. <laughs> I'm sure most of us have heard this before. You know what I mean? The one who complains the most gets the most attention, which is, of course, exactly what they want. I think as adults, we can learn a lot from animals who are often better behaved than humans. We can learn a lot from a lot of different things in a lot of different ways if we pay attention. We have a family dog who's often in his own little world. He loves the people that are closest to him and doesn't pay attention to much else. He'll come over and say hi to a person if he doesn't know you, but unless you have a ball, he loses interest quickly. When you're walking down the way, the dog behind the fence usually gets excited and barks, runs around, snarls, jumps up, and the thing that gets me the most is our dog walks along like nothing is even there. It cracks me up more than anything. Of course, I don't know what's going through his head, but it seems to me like he could care less. He prances on like he's much better than anything making that much noise, just for attention. After all, what would they do? If he acted like the other dog, all that would happen is a whole lot of barking back and forth. They'd both get worked up and then move on. But in this case, it's only one dog getting worked up. It makes me think, the squeaky wheel gets the grease or attention, in this case, because we allow it, which is a formed habit. We give a loud and obnoxious person all the attention they want. So now they know every time they act up, they'll get the attention they're seeking. What if we acted different? Not to them. Of course, we can't control them, but we can control ourselves. What if we didn't give them that power, which is exactly what they're doing when we give it to them just making noise? What if we walked on like nothing was the matter? Because most of the time there isn't anyways. What if we ignored instead of heightened the situation? getting both parties worked up for no good reason. How about next time, 
Just let the one side carry on and not go out of your way without a care in the world. Of course, there's a limit. You can't let people step all over you. But just the same, you can't let someone disrupt your life just because they feel like it. As our dog prances along while others get excited just because they think they should, I get a small sense of pride that he's not willing to lower himself just because other dogs do. I often talk about raising our standards, expecting more of ourselves, believing in a higher self, and taking action towards this mindset. How about next time a barking dog jumps at you, you ignore it, move on like nothing happened, and see where that goes. I bet the dog would bark less when you don't give it energy. I bet it would move on knowing it won't get your attention. I bet you'll feel better and you'll be a better person because of it. With one simple action, no less. This segment brought to you by True Form Fitness. For all your health and fitness needs, personal training and group classes available locally. Visit trueformlife.com for details. All right, this was a question sent in by one of our listeners, so I wanted to read it on air. The question is, what do you do when someone says they can't afford to eat healthy? <laughs> one of my favorite questions it comes up all the time. <laughs> Brace yourself now, because my answer is going to sound very insensitive. Understand this is a general reply. Everyone has different circumstances, and not everyone is going to be in the same situation. For the most part, health food is too expensive, is nothing more than an excuse. It's a cop-out. It's a way to not put in more effort or make those lifestyle changes people fear because it takes more work. To be honest, to answer the question directly, I don't say anything. My job isn't to debate with someone why healthy food is better. It doesn't interest me much to try and convince someone why one way is better than the other. I inform, I assist, I encourage. And I say it's an excuse because I've been there before. I've helped people understand why you can buy in bulk. You can buy locally at farmer's markets, and you can shop with coupons or find deals by shopping around. You can shop on certain days of the month, etc. The list goes on. I say it's an excuse because if you convince someone healthy food isn't always more expensive, certainly never concerning our health, if they're not ready to make a lifestyle change, they come up with another reason as to why eating healthy isn't for them. And again, I'm not trying to be insensitive here. If you're talking about a craft box of mac and cheese, of course, that's going to be cheaper than a fresh salad. And if you're talking about someone that struggles to find food at all, there's a clear difference. I'm mainly speaking to the person that has money. They just choose to spend it differently. For some reason, more times than not, there's money when it's time to get our hair done. Usually we find money for that six pack and for whatever reason, we have money to hit that drive through when we're hungry. It takes time and constant effort to make lifestyle changes. And that's what people fear. It's easy to keep the same habits. It's easy to eat takeout and not make food. It's easy to visit the grocery store because there's 12 of them before that one health food store. No one said anything about easy. In fact, if someone said it's too hard, that would make a whole lot more sense to me than someone saying it's too expensive. The fact of the matter is, people will change when they're ready to change. You can't make them do anything. So the best you can do is the best you can do. Don't argue, don't threaten, just inform. Be there for support and be there to set a positive example and let go of the rest. Another question we had was, my family members laugh when I try to make a healthy decision. What should I do? 
cry. <laughs> Just kidding. I know how difficult it is to to not have that support. So um, what I wanted to make clear was everyone goes through this at some point. My good friends still give me a hard time because how healthy I eat. It doesn't mean anything. Sure, it used to bother me, but it doesn't anymore. My decisions to live healthy because of the way it makes me feel couldn't come close to any uncomfortable feeling someone could give me by giving me a hard time. I think at times my family was insulted if I told them I wouldn't eat the food they cooked. I'm very fortunate to have a very supportive and loving family. The transition for me wasn't as difficult as it may be for others. I understand some people have spouses that wouldn't consider making any changes. This is very difficult to deal with, no question. It doesn't mean your own decisions for your own person should waver. You have one body. With your research and knowledge, you get to treat it however you like. Someone else being uncomfortable because of your decisions shouldn't change your opinion. And trust me, I know it can be difficult when there isn't support. Do your best to understand that you need to be persistent for you. You need to take care of your own body. Just because someone else chooses not to doesn't mean you can't continue moving forward with increasing your vitality. People are afraid to change. I don't know if that will ever change. It's almost like this is how we were built. If you stay persistent and consistent, soon this won't be a change. This will be the way it is. It will be your normal. If someone sees you doing something all the time, they'll be more willing to try something new. Of course, if you're hesitant to cook that quinoa in a house where someone isn't supportive, that other person won't be interested. But if you keep moving forward and stay on track no matter what, you might find yourself not only encouraging, but supporting that other person as well. All right, here's another question from our listeners. When is the best time for a sedentary office worker to work out? Before work, lunch, or after work? My answer is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time of day you work out. It doesn't matter what type of job you have either, whether it be construction work or an office worker. Work out at the best time for you. Work out at a time you can do it all the time so you can form a habit. You should work out when you're the most comfortable working out. Some people enjoy working out in the evening and some people enjoy working out in the morning, while others only have their lunch time to squeeze it in. The most important thing is, is that you start. Make time, make a decision and make it happen. If you have time in the morning and need a little boost of energy, I can tell you most people find energy throughout the day with an early morning workout. And if the gym isn't empty until late at night, make time then. Exploring mind and body with True Form Life's Drew Taddean. Brought to you in part by Curves Complete, the whole solution that makes burning fat as easy as one, two, three. Get exercise, meal plan, and coaching for $14.95 a week. Call Curves and Olds at 403-556-5992 to schedule a free, no-obligation appointment. All right, just a quick note for our frequent listeners. Next week, Sunday, July 7th, we'll be airing at 7 p.m. And the following week, July 14th, we're hitting prime time. We're going to be at 4.30 p.m. These are just temporary times to make room for our rodeo coverage. We'll be back to our regular scheduled time at 8 p.m. on July 21st. As always, I'm your host, True Forms Drew Tadia, fitness expert in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. For more on True Form's Drew Tadia, visit trueformlife.com.
Exploring mind and body with Trueform Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.